Hello mates and welcome to Gun Raiders, the podcast. I'm your host, Dominus Glitch, and today, this is episode 2, being recorded on December 6th of 2022. Now, I know I haven't given you guys an update episode in, like, a while, but I have many great excuses, including cruises, being very sick, and also tons and tons of homework. So... Today is also not an ideal episode because normally we would have had a very special guest with us today, but we'll push that back for episode 3. Also, if you're watching this on YouTube, please make sure to subscribe. I've noticed like 99% of viewers aren't. Would be very cool, would promote this to more people, get more people involved with Gun Raiders. Very cool. Now, before we start, I'd like to give a shout out to Rexington University. Pretty cool. They put my podcast episode in their little announcements. Nice. Anyways, I've got a few topics. I've got notes actually this time. So I'm just going to ramble on about a few topics like the grenade launcher. Grenade launcher, best weapon ever. Like, covers all ranges we've got short range medium range long range hell you can make trick shots with the grenades it's very cool and heck you can even gas people with them i haven't seen that since like 19 something who knows it's also a very easy weapon to pick up and use but very hard to actually get the hang of it per se Now, one thing I would have talked about was the state of the tournaments right now, but there isn't really any tournaments to talk about as of recording, so a bit too late for that, I guess. So, yeah. Speaking of tourneys, there was this 2v2 invite tournament only. Like, you had to get invited by this dude named Mostly Dead. Interesting looking fella. Um, the tournament like fell apart really quickly. Like, if I remember, a lot of people just like quit. I didn't end up playing my matches because I was very sick at the time. And then I went on a cruise, so bad timing and stuff. And then Mostly Dead literally got hacked and just started like sending questionable stuff to like all the servers sad to see that man fall and folks got a note here to talk about the gun raider state and evolution so i mean honestly i haven't been on gun raiders for a while that is just me if you guys could comment down below what you've seen change throughout gun raiders personally i've seen a lot change jetpacks climbing um dashing lots of things there's the removal of the what's it sort of jumping mechanic where you push both thumbsticks forward and then you climb on boxes and you have to be like really specific if you wanted to get on the tank but now you can just jetpack on the tank and then there's also many new weapons that I've seen throughout the, not the years, oh my god, months, I guess. There was 
Gauntlets, Katana, Dual Uzis, um, the new Grenade Launcher Alt, many different things, many cool things. Um, I saw the introduction of skins and, heck, choosing skins, because that used to not be a feature. Most of the time, we would just be going around asking, hey, what's my skin? Because we all knew what skins were there because there was only a select few that you could pick from, or not pick from, spawn in with. And they'd stay with you for like the whole round. And then there's the introduction of lots of maps, the whole area of Dune, the whole area of Deadwind, the lots of few maps in the Nexus. Nexus actually was a new map. Um, Sky Train, there's Silo, and also Cave. That's part of Dune. Let me think about ones in Nexus. Don't really know any others, but the box in the old Gun Raiders loved it. Best hub ever. But now they they replaced it with what's it? Sky Train, and then Nexus, and then the thing after that, Dune. And also, Deadwind. So, I mean, I guess it's a bit of an upgrade. You've got three hubs, not just one. Multiplayer hubs, um, shops in them, mirrors, green screen, so you can, like, actually film videos, I guess. Speaking of filming videos, there's this one series. Don't know if I covered it already. Probably did. But the Gun Raiders, the series, whatever, the Martyr Raiders, yeah, haven't even seen a single episode. I've seen, like, few seconds of the first episode, and few seconds of, like, other episodes, like, I saw a portal and hot dogs, very confused. It's like jumping into JoJo's Bizarre Adventure on a random episode in random season. Very confused, very bizarre. But I like that they're making a show. That's pretty cool. Um, I wanted to make a show once. Might still try to. Might not. Who knows? Not you. Not me. I mean, you do. Uh, again, with the future stuff. Very confusing. Like, time travel stuff. Um, hmm. Anyways, now I'm gonna be get rambling off script because, honestly... That was like all my notes, like all the topics, because again, I was expecting another person to exist with me, and you know, I don't think they're available at the time, and this is like prime time to be recording a podcast episode, no one's home, so yeah, um, now I just gotta ramble a lot, because I was hopefully expecting said person to be able to, like, speak back and forth, have a little bit of arguments. Interview section would be, take up a lot of time, so, yeah, not throwing shade to, what's it, the person or anything, but just saying, finally got the perfect time to make a podcast episode, and they are not available, pretty sad. So now, let's talk about, hmm, more about grenade launchers. 
Now let's talk about tips. Tips and tricks from Dominus Glitch. This is the second time this time because I already made a video with Evan Hate It a while back, a long while back, about like tips and tricks. Back then I didn't really know much. I really knew about predicting where the enemy was gonna be and also long range, short range, medium range, whatever. But I think I know a bit more. You have to really like figure out how you're gonna play with the grenade launcher because you can go like suicide bomb route, you can go like sniper route where you just like pick them off from very far range. You can do a lot of things. You can go, heck, you can even use it as a shotgun. You can go as spammer. You can be a little annoying kid, spam it on the ground a bunch. And then you also have to consider how the grenade launcher fares against other weapons because you have to really consider the strengths between your weapon and another person's weapon and if you should counter them or avoid them and into this consideration you also have to know your enemy you have to know how they play you have to know what they do to do that you'd have to be able to play with them obviously you'd have to learn from them observe them instead of just blindly running in and you've also got to predict their movement which also comes along with observing them. You have to know how they're going to play so you can predict where they're going to be at the same time your grenade launcher is going to be. And then, boom, it's a hit. You also have to find things like patterns in their movement. What do they do often? What do they do less often? You know? And you also got to figure out the delay between your trigger and the grenade. Because, obviously, there's a lay... There's a delay because the grenade has to cook and then fire. So you have to figure out how long you should take to cook your grenade. How long should you fire it for? You also have to stay calm and have fun because staying calm makes sure that you don't like panic. The grenade launcher is a very precise weapon for a lot of times. Heck, you can shoot under a person's leg and barely not hit him so very precise if you even shake your hand a little bit because you're panicking then you're gonna miss obviously and obviously a big tip is to have fun because well that's the whole reason for the game if you're not playing the game to have fun what are you playing for competitiveness weird even if you're playing competitively you should be having fun if you're not having fun then, honestly, consider a new weapon, new playstyle, new attitude, new anything, heck, new game, new VR console, I don't know, but that's up to you, not me, just you. Anyways, a pattern I've been noticing between the OGs, the people who played a lot back then, is that a lot of them don't really play much now. It seems that we've gotten... A bit tired of the game, still love it, still enjoy the community, but a bit burnt out, you know? Because we've been through a lot, we've been playing for a long time. Eventually, the adrenaline we get, the excitement, all the fun, eventually dies down a bit, and 
we aren't having much fun. We aren't able to pick up gun raiders as much, like me. It is harder for me to pick up gun raiders now than it was back then. Because back then, all I could think about, gun raiders. Now, things like burnout and also life have caught in. Creeped in, per se. Like, I've had to have a lot of school stuff, lots of homework, um, have to do a lot of things with my family, love them very much, so wouldn't miss a thing for them, so very important. But I still want to get things like these out, the Gun Raiders podcast episodes, because I want more people to be experienced with Gun Raiders. I want more people to get into Gun Raiders like I did back then, because it truly is a fun game, truly is a good community if you find the correct one. Like, not the hub kids, stay away from the hub if you can. So, really, it's a good community. It is like, it has literally changed my life. I found some amazing people, I've been able to do some amazing things, and heck, I've gotten merch for the first time, that's like, the first time I've ever gotten merch for anything, never even got merch for like a YouTuber, this is like the first time, it's crazy, so Gun Raiders is truly magnificent, amazing, I praise the devs sometimes, um, Sometimes they make bad decisions, but that's okay. They're still learning. It's still a cool game. And honestly, I feel like the community gives the devs a bit too much flack. Because they're trying their hardest to... They're trying their hardest to make us feel the best. Have the most fun. They're trying to balance the game to where everyone can have fun, no one can say one weapon's too overpowered, one weapon's too underpowered, but sometimes that can't be said. Sometimes it's hard to balance things, so I feel like give your support to the devs, very cool. Give your support to Cantastic, because Cantastic, very cool dude, very nice voice. He's the dude who voices all of the voice lines in the Gun Raiders, like, what's a iconic one? Get the Donut or something, but he's a very cool man. Speaking of cool people, I've found many cool people throughout my time during Gun Raiders. People like Mr. Slayer, College, Toasty, Argonaut, Argos, um... Tiny, all of mercenaries, to be honest, and many other things. So, I feel like we've been talking about history for a bit. I don't know if I'm, I feel like I might be like recovering topics I already said in the first episode. Maybe I don't want to go back and check, but um, I'm going to be talking about my history with Gun Raiders even more now. Let's talk about teams first, though. I will tell you about the first ever tournament I took part in, and the first ever team I took part in, how that led into another team, and then this final team for right now. 
If, unless mercenaries like this bands, I'm gonna be with it for the whole ride. So, first team I was ever with was the famed Team Bloody. A team that is now faded into non-existence. Heck, the person who used to have the Team Bloody logo as their profile pick no longer does. I'm talking about you, college. Sad. But he started his own team, so that's cool. Anyways, Team Bloody was a team formed by, I believe, Mr. Box. And it was a team formed during, like, everyone else already had a team during this first tournament. So, Box decided to make a new team for the people that didn't get to get into a team. And we played the first tournament, lost a bit, won, or drew, draw, drawed with the devs. So, that was a pretty cool win. And then Box started, like, kicking out bad people, I guess. And then a few good people actually joined. Mr. Slayer, College, Hellraiser, all notable people at the time. So Slayer and College were actually part of this one team. I forgot the name, but it had Strix CT, no, no, Strix Phantom and Hazy Teague. Those two were like fighting for number top or number one at the time I was playing. So those dudes were like top of the top, cream of the crop, you know. So, next, after Team Bloody, a lot happened. I ended up leaving because I'd learned I was a sub, something I feel like I regret to this day. And I ended up joining up with Nixia to form Black Mafia, another team that was gonna be, like, top team. So, Team Bloody ended up disbanding they had a whole feud about, like, what are do... Actually, they had a whole feud about someone adding someone to the team when no one else got... No one else said they could be on the team. Like, it was just... I believe it was Hellraiser, but he added someone to the team. No one else wanted them on the team, or no one else had prior knowledge they would be on the team. And then they got into a fight... Me being a sub was mentioned, so that sort of angered me a bit, still regret it. And then Black Mafia formed, Nixia promised me to be a co-captain. Well, that promise didn't really stick as much as I thought it would because everyone else became co-captains. Like, literally there were like seven co-captains at least. Or around seven, I'd say. So, at that point, after a few tourneys, I decided to leave Black Mafia. And then, I stopped tourneys for a bit. Because I had no team. I had no nothing. I had no motivation for tourneys. And then I found Team Mercenaries. And... It seemed like a very cool place to be. It had some very fun people I already knew from Gun Raiders. It had a very fun captain. Her name was 
or her name is Tiny. Used to be Tiny Ho, but now it's just Tiny. And it was a very fun team to look, or very fun looking team. So I decided to ask if I could join, and then she let me in. So now I've been a part of Mercenaries ever since. I've seen a lot of things happen, seen a lot of people leave, some of them while I was on the toilet, seen Hellraiser leave, heard from the other co-captains of the team that Hellraiser had particular things he wanted to do that wouldn't really be good for the team, which Hellraiser leaving caused him to be a part of another team and like completely control that team, I guess. So, Mercenaries was like, at, at the top when I first joined. Now it's mostly, it's doing okay, but wouldn't say at the top still. So, that's my history with teams. I'm still on Mercenaries to this day, still will be for as long as there is, I still need that team merch. Please, Toasty. I've been waiting for like months now. Please. Anyways, let's talk about something I'd say controversial. Let's talk about Hellraiser. And how he has gone from number one to... I'd say a bit... Toxic. Don't know if toxic's the right word, but I'm gonna use it. I've seen him do a lot of things. He's tried to get a lot of people into mercenaries that were just like hub kids. He's also... On his team, he got a lot of people, a lot of interesting people. There's few people to note where... As in got, G, zero, T, or should I say Water Chicken. Both names notorious in Gun Raiders for him being like one of the most toxic players there is. Thing that sucks, he's toxic, but he's good. Even though he's good, no one's gonna really acknowledge that because of how toxic he is. If he wasn't toxic, I feel like he would be acknowledged as a very good player in my eyes and in many other people's eyes. But alas, he is very toxic towards others. And that is one of the people that Hell recruited. Hell also lost the tournament intentionally, apparently, to one person to get him on the team. Recruiting strategies, very confusing to me. But, whatever, that is not my concern as of yet. Unless Hell does something to me, I don't really see any issues with Hell. Um, so yeah. You know, I said something about 
college's team before, and I'll say some more about it. Team Cuties, you guys go, pretty cool. So, his team is designed to help train people who have potential to be great players into those great players. And from what I've heard, it seems like it's going good. College is just a natural born leader. He's just very good at being a leader, obviously. He's got his whole team. He runs it well. He does FMG. College overall, very cool. He's a mod. He's, again, team leader, tournament hoster, FMG runner. FMG. Let's talk about FMG. The very first FMG ever was hosted because a few of us wanted to play in a private match. That's it. A few people wanted to play in a private match. Segmoid, Slayer, College, me, there was Strix Phantom, and a few other people. But that is the origins of FMG. You can see them on the FMG YouTube channel. Um, won't have the link in my, like, description because I'm too lazy. But if you just search up FMG Friday Minigames, you will find it. And it's, I don't know what the title is, but it's like week one test, week one beta, week zero, I don't know. But that was, again, first FMG. Very cool. The minigame Tanks was created there. Where we all lied on our backs and sniped people, like tanks. And we moved very slowly, like tanks. So, very cool. And eventually FMG has evolved from just that, to a thing that is hosted every Friday for everyone. Not just people alone, not just like, group of people. Now it's hosted for everyone, and it's been going on for multiple weeks. It is crazy how far this has gone, or crazy how long this has gone, honestly. I mean, I expected this to be a long-running thing, but honestly, I didn't expect it to be. Hell, when FMG first started, I did not expect it to become like a dev host thing, like a dev approved thing, but it did. So FMG is on its 83rd week right now. 83. 83 weeks. That is crazy. It's had its anniversary, even. So... Let me see, how long is 83 weeks in years? Let's see. It's one year and seven months. So that's almost a year and a half. So that is absolutely insane. FMG's running for a year and a half. And honestly, I'm surprised Slayer and College can keep doing this thing for so long. I'm sure it must be a bit hard. Especially with like running tournaments and stuff. 
and them being mods. So, I'm sure it's very hard on them, sure they have to do a lot, but I appreciate it for them. Sadly, I have not been doing my FMG role as the YouTube manager, but I could be doing that if you guys send me your FMG clips, because if you do, I can post them on the FMG YouTube, credit you, all the stuff, all the pretty cool stuff, and then, yeah, it's up and again. So, that out the way, very cool FMG, and honestly, it's been crazy how long I've been playing Gun Raiders for, how long I've been in the community for, almost, well, almost two years now, I'd say, we're getting there, so, that is just absolutely insane. I've been in this community with these people for so long. And they're, this has changed my life. So I thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Thank all the gun raiders. Especially all the ones who played back in the beta. You guys have truly changed my life. And I thank you all for listening to this podcast episode listening to me talk about the past for so long, the good old days, that, hmm, that will be the name for this episode, episode 2, the good old days, hosted by me, Dominus Glitch, now, tomorrow, not tomorrow, the next episode, next episode, we're gonna be seeing a very special guest, and his name will be announced later during the episode. So, it's around that time again, around 30 minutes. I hope you all had fun listening to me talk about the good old days. And I hope you all a good night, a good evening, a good morning. I hope you all the best in Gun Raiders and in life. So... Goodbye, everyone. I'll see you next episode.